Welcome to my new podcast series, The Pathfinder. I'm your host, Naomi, and here we're going to talk about a lot of things, specifically the journey we call life. Um, I don't have a driving theme here, but I know so many interesting people, and I have a lot of bizarre thoughts whirling around in my brain all the time, so I thought this was the best way to articulate all of that and bring all of these wonderful people together. So as I get the ball rolling on this project, I do plan to add featured guests to enhance the conversations. We'll get less of me and more of him. Can I get an amen? (laughs) This is the first episode, and it means a lot to me because I'm going to be talking about where I've come from, my testimony of sorts. So as many of you know, I was raised apostolic Pentecostal and was a part of the UPCI denomination. Not all of you are aware, but I no longer identify with this religion, and today I'm going to explain why. Now, don't tune out because I'm not here to bore you with a sob story, but rather I plan to dive deeply into a more philosophical point, driving hard questions. Specifically, is the United Pentecostal Church a cult? In order to answer the question, is the UPC a cult, we need to properly identify what a cult is. So, a cult is a noun. Uh, for my English majors, and it is a system of religious veneration and devotion directed towards a particular figure or object. So it's also seen as a group of people that have these beliefs, these practices that are regarded either strange or sinister by other people. It is also misplaced or excessive admiration for a particular person or thing. All right, so now we're going to get more in depth. So a destructive cult is an authoritarian regime. It uses deception when recruiting, mind control techniques to make a person dependent and obedient. A destructive cult advances itself by manipulating its excessively dedicated members to their detriment. In other words, this group thrives by controlling and harming its very dedicated members. So the practices of a destructive cult includes mind control, like dictating members' lives. So by this dictation, we are referring to getting a pastor's permission to be in a romantic relationship with another member of the congregation, because as we know, dating an outsider is absolutely out of the question. Talking to your youth pastor about the friendships that you hold, allowing um, the elders in the church to uh, harass you about a skirt being too short or too tight, so on and so forth. They also entice the congregation with secrecy, and they use all of this uh, as a, they hide it all under an appearance of love. They typically use guilt and shame to control many of the cult members' actions and hold things over their head while preaching this uh, judge not lest you be judged sermon. Questioning the cult itself is discouraged, and the excessive dedication by the members to the cult leader is the most desired outcome. They create an elitism mentality, an us versus them, a church versus the world, meaning the congregation versus outsiders. The leader is often scarcely, if at all, held accountable for any of his actions, which leads to unjustifiable deeds. Unfortunately, all of these are consistent with UPC practices. The outcomes of this situation creates unhealthy relationships and isolation from others. Individuals become so isolated that they simply disregard previous relationships from the outside church and they see it as an act of service towards their loving God. Pain is the new love that creates violence and control within the church as they use guilt and shame to create strings for the puppeteers. 
individual self-worth is absolutely reduced and they are taught that there's this loving God. However, if you make a mistake, he's going to burn you in hell for an eternity. Some members show addiction that manifests itself in a dependence to the church, making it very difficult to leave. And the cycle of this unhealthy relationship just continues. So I'm going to elaborate on what I'm referring to when I say unhealthy relationships. In the UPC, they preach about how much God loves you, and he does. I can confirm that. Jesus loves you so much. But they also, in turn, will preach the sermon about God's agape love and turn it into, but he will also burn you for an eternity when you don't perform correctly for him in the way that you dress, present yourself, how good you look on the outside. So in doing so, members are also taught to emulate this love, right? We are supposed to be God's vessels. We are supposed to emulate this love. And it results in performance-based relationships. It results in disposable friendships, highly judgmental attitudes, and authoritarian families. The narrative of isolation that they push is to be more like the church and less like yourself, to emulate your pastor or your pastor's wife. I mean, I specifically remember them teaching to me at church camps to look to my pastor's wife on how to dress and to act because that's the perfect example. And that is not the perfect example. The Bible is the perfect example. Your pastor, your pastor's wife, the ministers, the men and women on platform are only human. Like the Bible specifically says that only God is good. Because I don't want to leave room for misinterpretation, when I said pain is the new love, I'm referring to the emotional pain, guilt, and fear they use to drive conversion. I know you know what I'm talking about, the fear of hell, the guilt of sins, and the emotional pains of this world. This leads to forceful correction, and they label it as love. They preach in order to love God, you have to submit to these powers. For example, members are to obey their pastors, wives are to be submissive to their husbands, and parents must force children to participate in church activities. And while I am all for wives submitting to their husbands, because that is a biblical concept, not women to men, wives to husbands, parents, I do believe, should have full authority to encourage their children to go and attend faithfully to a church while they're in their home. It's to blindly obey just a man. That is scary. Even Paul talks about how we must question everything. And ironically enough, I was told growing up to question nothing. And that is not biblical. So all of this creates an addiction-like dependence. You have a scheduled life around church, right? Your whole life is fit around this specific thing. You end up compromising relationships, neglecting obligations to get to more church events, and you need just more. More church services, pastoral direction, church work to feel happy. All of this, it creates like dopamines. It's an addiction. It's, it's terrible, really. And then so it also makes it harder for members to leave. They can't just walk away. It's an addiction. My pastor would say over the pulpit, if the doors were unlocked, you better be there. And I found myself attending that church Sunday morning, Sunday nights, Wednesday nights, and Friday nights every week. We had Monday night prayer the first Monday of every month, and I was always there. So when I say if the doors were open, I found myself there and giving everything that I had to this building. I genuinely mean it. 
Overall, I genuinely have come to the conclusion that the UPCI, the United Pentecostal Church International, is not only dangerous and deceptive, but it is an all-consuming group. It oppresses its members, it extorts their devotion, it weakens their sense of self, and it isolates them from others, and in doing so traps them with fear of eternal damnation. Me choosing to leave the UPC was no easy task because not only was I letting go of everything that I knew, all the things that I loved, but I had to watch people that I love and care for think I'm going to hell and watch it break their hearts every day. Um, Choosing to leave the UPC was so, so difficult because so many of my great and good friends uh, attend that church or those kinds of churches. And it was just a very difficult decision, but I'm very content with that stride that I have made. By the time I left the UPC, I was diagnosed with a panic disorder and PTSD with nightmares. I'm going to therapy and taking medication to help with all that, but it came directly from church leadership, um, from a predator. Uh, I was being groomed. There was a lot that happened, and maybe in a later episode, I will give that story. Right now, um, I brought this to the attention of others, the idea that this denomination is more than just a denomination and is actually a cult, because that is my truth, that is what I see, that is what I believe. Um, If you feel otherwise, I'd love to understand why. I'm always open to conversation, and hopefully your experience with the UPC is drastically different than mine. I would never wish what I've gone through on anyone. So I do believe this concludes the first recording of my first episode of The Pathfinder. As you can tell by my title, it is, um, it's about finding your path. It's about looking for your journey. Psalms 119.105 says, The word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And that's all I can ever hope for is that path that the Lord is directing me down. Um... I hope you all have a blessed day, a blessed night, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. And until next time, if you have any conversation topics you'd like to discuss, please send me a message, leave a comment, um, and we'll talk about it. Maybe I'll invite you along and you and I will actually talk about it together. Anyways, have a blessed evening.